This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome back, couch potatoes and TV junkies. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. My name is Robert, and I'm sitting here with my good friend, co-host, loyal podcaster, given the circumstances, and uh, former roommate, Rich. So the last one was such anger and and, and vehemence. It's supposed to be more with admiration, just mm. because these are uh, these are. Um, I was gonna say desperate times, it's but tough they're times, not. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we're on on like a goddamn like sinking ship. Times is hard, governor. Yeah. Times is hard. Yeah, but yeah, actually, we're just sitting in my apartment, which is a different locale than normal. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a wee bit late, but nonetheless, um, yeah, it's nice to have you. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much, man. We're uh, uh, we got all sorts of new styles here and everything. We're uh, recording mm-hmm. this from the futon. That's right. Um. And yeah, about to just about to, to pop this off right here, man. Uh, what what do we do here on the pod on Picked Up? Well, I'm glad you asked that. What we do here on Picked Up is we randomly select or select a television program, and what we do is watch the pilot episode of that program and give a little bit of a recap about it, give a little bit of analysis, and just generally share our feelings and our thoughts about it. Um, again, we like to work in some some criticism, some humor anything like that, and ultimately decide whether or not we, if we were the executives in place of making the decision, if we would pick it up. Indeed. That is, uh, that's a pretty much the, the rundown of uh, what we do here at Picked Up Headquarters. That's right. Which is a very mobile headquarters, if I may. What if we got a van? Like a panel van? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. And just have like a mobile studio. That would be great. That I would be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> like a food truck that serves. That would actually be podcasts. the most fucking convenient thing. Just because everyone's schedules are the fucking worst mm-hmm. and there's no excuse. Right. Oh, I can't make it over. No, no, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll come to you. Oh, no, no, no. See, I'm, I'm way out of the way. It's okay. It's okay. Don't I worry. will drive to you. <laughs> oh. Fine. I guess <laughs> I guess I have to. <laughs> so yeah, um, before we get started, we do like to go over any of the lovely feedback that you guys provide us. We have a couple weeks of backlogged feedback uh, from recording two episodes in a row. Awesome. Uh, so oh, do 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 do. What did I don't know? Otto Otto says some stuff. Um, <laughs> Thank uh, you, Otto. To your uh, comment of me like going around with a reel to reel and a wand microphone, yes, a few weeks ago, uh, Otto replied that uh, Studs Turkle used a reel to reel and wand mic combo to record his oral histories. The original Chicago re- talk radio star, Studs Turkle, would just be a good name for a podcast today. Yeah. Um, in response to our Ant Farm episode, uh, S Allen underscore eighty seven, uh. uh Gave us the, the lowdown and the deets on that Chris Rock episode that I mentioned. That I was like, yeah, it's all briefly on Wikipedia. I don't know what it did. Yeah. Um, Chris Rock was on Ant Farm because the main girl played his daughter in the Grown Ups movies. And then in parentheses, I'm ashamed I know that. So who's paying back who? Is Chris Rock paying back that girl, China? <laughs> or is China paying back Chris Rock? Ow, this girl a favor. <laughs> that is solid. Thank you. Like, she saw him do some shit like he shouldn't have done. Like, he did like a line of coke. Yeah. He's like, no, that's fine. You, no one has to know. 
I got one last season left on my uh, my Disney show. Yeah, it's all gonna I be. I think cool. it'd be great if you were on there. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> She's like fifteen, but that would be like a child star thing to do is like learn how to blackmail at like a fucking early age. Yeah. Um, in response to uh your uh, uh comment about how you read that LOL and and other uh. Things like that are, are slowly eroding. Yes. Uh, Osmond, or Osmond, uh, sorry. My buddy uh, Osmond, a.k.a. Uh, Ozzy Fresh, a.k.a. Swole Neasy, he was just in town. Um, so shout Osmond. He, I wanted to do one with him in town because he's apparently, he watches all the same shit that I watch as well. So I wanted to like get his fucking lowdown or whatever. But showing him the city and and recovering from showing him the city. So oh, yeah. not a lot of time to it's do a, that. It's a tough job. It is. But uh, uh, Otto, who is a completely different person from Osman, um, in maybe every way possible, except that they are both males, uh, said, I know for a fact Rich is an LMAO man. Okay. my ass off. Yes. Pretty much because uh, Otto, in addition to tweeting at us responses to uh, uh, episodes, he'll also text... Uh, 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 things back and back to me uh, regarding certain shows and specifics um, to which I'll usually get them at like nine thirty in the morning. And all I can respond with back then anyway, now I'm working at that time, but back then all I could respond with, because I was just, because it was waking me up mm-hmm. is ha 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 ha. <laughs> Funny it. insight. God damn um, it. Otto. Thank, not, you. thank you. Thank not you. Not that I'm Otto. discrediting it. <laughs> I'm just too tired to give a thoughtful response. And usually when I don't respond with an, uh, a laughing my ass off, it'll be like four hours later and it will actually be a response. Yeah. I got a, I got a solid two crying face, happy crying, laughing, crying emojis from you. I've started using that now. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Ever since Otto pointed that out, I'm like, I, I need to start making the, I need to start making the transition, man. I'm, I'm typing yuck. Like, yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> You're just going further back. Yeah, I'm going like backwards. Exactly. I like it. Um, yuck, yuck, yuck. Stop. That's right. Uh, uh, after the tweet uh, last week of last week's episode, uh, Lily retweeted it saying, guys, I'm a, guys, I'm a famous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is lovely having Lily on the show. Mm-hmm. Look forward to it when she is up here again. Yeah. And, uh, H-I-H Carolyn. Uh, uh, <laughs> H-I-H Carolyn. Uh, Heels and Heels. Uh, she yeah. is a co-host of the Heels and Heels podcast. Right. Check out Heels and Heels on uh, where you get podcasts. This is not the first time I've heard of you girls. I know who you are. Thank yes. you for listening and supporting. Uh, to which <laughs> uh, she tweeted us, tweeted at us. So I was listening to the latest F today, driving up the 73 to the 55 over the 405 to get to work. California is awesome. Yep. Uh, car emoji, uh, kiss heart emoji, um, which they they live out in uh, uh, in California. I'm not sure if it's uh, Orange County or Anaheim or L.A. It's all the same to me. They're all dead from drought, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, to which I did respond. Uh, we'll be eating crow when the red, brown, and blue line L trains are closed because of a blizzard in a few months. Yes. So what you been watching? I have been watching a couple very cool things on Netflix. I must have wasted a good part of my life spending an entire day watching Chopped, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, we don't really get into a lot of like 
reality type no. game type shows or cooking shows, which that's like all three. Sure. Um, super entertaining. Uh, really great. The Food Network. What an interesting case of uh, finding a programming direction. Yeah. It felt like they were like feeling it out. Like it felt like they stuck to what they thought they should be for too many years. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. We're just, 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 we're not fucking animals. All right. Don't, we're just in a kitchen and you just put professionals in a kitchen and they cook and they show you how to cook. Right. And this is the food network, you know, just like discovery channel. Uh, you, you discover things on this channel that you didn't know before. So we, they send a bunch of people out, uh, and they do the discovering for you. And then they put it on your TV and you discover what they discovered. Certainly no reality. Certainly no game shows. Yeah. Uh, no gimmicks. Don't, don't don't put don't put any more people in this room than need to be here. And and now it's like, like oh there's fuck. Yeah. I guess we have to. I guess we have to cook something. We can't just make snide remarks at these chefs for 40 minutes at pop. Yeah. Which is awesome. So I've been watching a lot of that. Uh, there's a really great film documentary series on Netflix called uh, Film. Something about an odyssey is in there. Okay. Can't remember that. Um, but it, it's very entertaining. There was another show show I started watching. Along the, the same lines of like food shows, while you're thinking of that, um, I've caught a couple episodes as uh, my uh, new uh, roommate, um, uh, Liz Anderson. Hashtag uh, Banderson. Anderson's out there. Um, uh, a show that she'll just put on because it's easy to ignore, but then I end up like watching the fuck out of it is uh, uh, Mind of the Chef. Have you heard of the show? I've seen it on yeah, the Yeah, it's like produced, it's produced by Anthony Bourdain. Um, and it's like a PBS show. Uh, just, and it's, it reminds me, um, a lot of, um, Good Eats. Uh, like slightly less entertaining because it's not Alton Brown. Uh, and it's not like it's not that mix of Food Network and Discovery Channel. Yeah. Um, but it's it's fine. It's 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 just all those food shows are just easy to ignore. They're just easy to have on. And you can if you want to lock into them, you can. But you can also just get shit done. You can knock out emails during that. See, that's the that's the problem with all my relationships is it's just there. There's no relationship with a human being like there is with the food channel. You you either you're either completely tuned out cuz they have nothing good or you're like completely engrossed. Yeah. Can't get anything done. Mhm. I agree. It's yeah. very very true. Um so yeah, have you been watching anything else? Uh I revisited some arrested development. Okay. Season 4 on Netflix. Very funny. Immediately saw something I didn't see the first time. Well, that show does. Uh, exactly. Very funny. Uh, there's something skipping. Or I was actually just talking about season four with uh, with Osman um, yeah. this past weekend. And yeah, we were just talking about like how I'm sure like we were talking about how it kind of did. It felt like it fell flat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure it does fucking do things on a repeat viewing. Yeah. Because the people involved with that show that show are too smart for it not to. Yeah. I think it threw a lot of us off with the character by character episode arc and not just a regular kind of arc. Uh, and like the time shifting that they were doing. It was almost needlessly complex that way. Yeah. But you were saying, yeah, no, it was just excellent. Um, 
this was the Buster episode, mm-hmm. and it was like you said, like the people who make that show, they just they know density and little little camera gags, stuff like that. Great. Yeah. What about yourself? I also think the um the time jumping because there was so much that was just repeated throughout this the fourth season. I think that was also a, a, a way to be economical in using the time of all these people that probably don't have enough time to shoot a full season of television anymore. So I feel like that's probably why that was. Uh, myself, uh, I have an update from uh, the last podcast as um, actually all of Show Me a Hero uh, has been shown. I still haven't watched the last two episodes just because uh, it's been busy. But I'm, I'm through... The f- uh, four of the six episodes, and it's just great. It's 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 every it's fucking great. Um, Oscar Isaac is just a magnetic actor that like you can't take your eyes off. He's just got this fucking charisma and it factor. He's the best. Actor. He's so good. He's so fucking good, and the, the supporting cast is fantastic. And it's, it's fucking David Simon, man. He knows how to write fucking. Stories of the human condition mixed with local politics. This is like 1960s Manhattan. No, it's 19. Uh, it's late 1980s. It's late 1980s Yonkers. What am I thinking of? I don't know, but I can see how you were confused by the hair and mustache that Oscar Isaac rocks in anything you've seen, probably promotionally yeah. for it. Hmm. Yeah. But it is, uh, and and oh, the way they use Springsteen throughout the series is so so fucking orchestral and beautiful. That's good. I'm I'm even I'm even more glad it's that time period. Yeah, it yeah, because it's a time period you don't really see a lot of. It's not a period piece you go to often. We have this weird thing where like if we're within like you know thirty years of it, either way, we kind of don't have the best perspective of right. it. It's only now that we're. I hate to say, we're really starting to get some distance on some of these times. That yeah. It feels like we can like look at them historically. We can look back at the 80s now, like, objectively. Exactly. We're yeah. not in the middle of it. Exactly. We can actually look at it and be like, oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And um, it's, it's fucking great. I'm sure it ends fantastically. What network's that? H- HBO. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'll, I'll be sad when that's... When I'm done with that, uh, in the meantime, uh, or in the time since we last recorded, uh, both uh, the Brink and Ballers ended, um, and I was I was satisfied with those season uh, finales. Uh, hopefully, the uh, Ballers did get picked up. I haven't heard anything about the Brink yet, so I'm not sure. I hope it does though. Um, uh, Mr. Robot was supposed to have ended. Uh, have you heard about this? No, really. Uh, the season finale was supposed to be this past week. And after the unfortunate and tragic uh, 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 shooting that happened in Virginia, uh, there was something in that episode <gasps> that was like close enough for USA and uh, um, uh, I forget Sam Ismail. I forget. I think that's the creator uh, to like pull it this week. And that was the season finale, too. Um and so it'll be showing, I think, this week. Um, but yeah, any That's, word if it's going to be an edited version or if they're it's- gonna touch it up a little bit. It's still, it's not going to like change the composition of anything. Like it's not going to like change the narrative or anything. 
but they're from what I understand they're doing minor slight tweaks and uh that's a weird thing that Mr. Robot has uh had is this like strange like parallelism to reality uh because again tragically with that but also when the whole like Ashley Madison hack and leak happened that was like very similar to a main storyline in Mr. Robot um it's just it's it's fucking great. There's no way you can like plan that shit to happen unless, you know, there's a grand conspiracy. Right. There's some big Illuminati <laughs> slowly revealing. Like, here's how you plan. make a show a fucking hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's uh fucking great, man. Um, like, not that you ex- exactly have to like power through past episode four because like it is true. Once you get like through episode four, it's just like. But even like leading up to episode four, it's like, fuck yeah, that's so cool. Um, and uh, uh, shout to uh, Jeremy Outen for giving us love. Uh, uh, for the love that I get was giving to uh, Mr. Robot on Facebook on our Facebook page. You can find us at a picked up podcast. And um, but yeah, and the last like two episodes that have been aired to this date of recording, uh, eight and nine, like they get even a little bit more twisty. Than some of the previous episodes, like like really twisty, and on paper they're twists that you would like, maybe like roll your eyes at a little bit, scoff at, maybe just be like, I've kind of seen this before. Okay. Um, but they're so well executed, and they could go down a trite path, but this show has shown that it's that it is anything but that. Cool. So you have trust and faith that it won't be that. Um, and from everything that I understand and hear from like critics who have seen the last episode, it fucking delivers and it's great. That's wonderful. That's awesome. Um, uh, don't support any kind of censorship like that. I mean, it just seems, uh, I mean, I understand the reasons behind doing those kinds of things, but I don't support it. It's like all the things that like, all the movies we didn't make right around 9-11 because of 9-11. But again, time just passes. I don't know. We should, uh, you know what we should work on? Not having that happen in reality. Like, I, uh, God, I, I don't know. That's rubbing me the wrong way only because well, I'm just yeah. so eager to see this and so eager to get, like, the full experience. And like you said, I'm sure it's not too drastically different, but... Uh, yeah, from everything I understand, it, it doesn't really, like, change the context of anything. And, and I'm, I'm more for doing it to be sensitive to the families because, God forbid, like, they're just flipping through the channels trying to fucking forget about this horrible thing that happened, and then they have to fucking see that again. Um, and also, it's, it's funny that you bring up, like, the 9-11 thing because, like, I feel like whenever you hear about a movie, it's like, Oh yeah, and fun fact about this movie, you had to get bumped because of 9/11 or like, you know, it didn't get a wide release because of 9/11 or got pulled because of 9/11. Right. I feel like 9 times out of 10, 9 times out of 10, those movies are pretty garbage anyway, and it was probably a good thing that did happen because it was like end of days and like big trouble, which I kind of like big trouble, but it probably didn't need a wide release. Yeah. Um it was like uh, that was probably for the best. And then there's like other movies where it's just like you like find them on like Netflix or something, and and then I don't know. You're like, oh, when did this come out? Oh, 2001. Why didn't? Oh, yeah, that's probably why. Right. Uh, but then it's like, oh, I discovered this new thing, and I don't know. Like, I I do completely understand 
and I'm I'm very much not for censorship censorship. Uh, uh, but I'm I'm I more so like to fight that crusade as far as like ratings and like MPAA shit. Like, have you ever seen the documentary? Uh, this movie is uh, is not yet rated. Yeah, like shit like that. That's the kind of shit where I can get on board with. But like, you also want to do be sensitive, you know, to something whenever there are like victims or something involved and like you have family still grieving and at least give it a a little bit more time to like breathe you know i would you know what i'd maybe do and this would be at in one way like more authentic and in another way like way more exploitive just withhold the episode why don't why don't more why don't they do that more why don't like hey this week's episode of walking dead it's not gonna be on Sorry. And just withhold it to just like churn more so anticipation. Like, like why don't like there's no rule that says like they have to release on a schedule. One, right? because anticipation is a dying thing thanks to things like Netflix. Um, I mean I sure. feel like we've kind of talked about that on the podcast before as far as the difference between weekly viewing and binge viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least I've had that conversation a lot and um I think they both have their merits. Uh, merits a dumb word to use for a topic like this, but uh, they both have their highlights and the lo- uh, lowlights. Um, I mean, you can say they've kind of started doing that by breaking the seasons up in half. Yeah, you know, like they're yeah, just they doing have. it on yes. a, a larger scale. Yeah, they've like created more finales because then they're, yeah, they're not finales. Well, yeah, you get two season premieres and two season finales. Yeah. So, you know, and it helps with the the ratings game as well. Sure. Um, are you have you been watching Rick and Morty? Yes, I have. Uh, I've watched up to five. The Schwiggity. You're sh- getting Schwifty. Schwifty. There we yeah. go. Getting Schwifty. It's. Yeah, it's I, the greatest. I've re I actually the other night rewatched um, season four of episode two, Total Rickall yeah. again, and it's just so. It's it's fucking great. You you actually posted an article. Yes. Which whenever you do something like that, throw it oh, on the yeah, Twitter too. The, yeah, through the, the the Twitter handle at picked up pod. Yeah. Yeah. Tweet us. Oh uh, yeah, I'll have to do that. Um uh it was from the A V Club that mm-hmm. had a brilliant analysis. I wish I knew the remember the author's name. Analysis of both Bojack Horseman and Rick and Morty and like why they're so great. Yeah. Uh, particularly as adult cartoons that are uh, very substantial. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Um, speaking of substance, uh, <laughs> completely not true, but I fucking love it. Uh, tonight is also the night we're recording this anyway. Uh, so last night was the uh, uh, season premiere of Drunk History as well. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, God damn it. I love that show. Needless to say, if you listen to Podswoggle, well, you know I fucking love that show because I was the one who came up with the idea to steal their idea. Yeah. Um, and also helps that we have the perfect person to do that with. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, would you like to get to it? Also, one last show. Uh, it's a show on the WWE Network mm-hmm. uh, that won't be around much longer. And it's not great, but it's fun. Swerved. Okay. It's uh, They get Jeff Tremaine, one of the guys behind Jackass. And it's just basically a jackass slash punked slash... 
backstage board WWE guys just okay. fucking with each other. Cool. It's a lot of fun to watch. And you get to see people in a different light. Um, Santino Morella breaks character and it breaks my heart. Oh. Like it's the first time I've ever heard him not use his Italian accent. And I almost cried. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give that a look look see as well. It's um it's cute. Cool. But yeah. Uh so yeah. we are uh uh going to watch a show. Yes. And this week, due to uh circumstances period, uh full stop, um, we will not be randomly selecting a show. Right. Uh, for we are on a bit of a time crunch. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, that said, in a, an effort to control our destiny, uh, we will be doing a, a picked up first. A, this is an historic episode. Yes. I'll say. Um, I will, uh, uh, one of us will be surprising the other with what we will be watching. Um, we may do that, uh, uh, from time and again, we may take suggestions on shows. Uh, we may have a theme, uh, of a run of shows or something like that. We've been playing with a few more ideas like this. Yes. Um, just because, uh, basically because the fucking Netflix roulette isn't exactly the most reliable source of material. No, it's not. Um, I mean, I've loved some of the fucking more kookier things that we've got. You know, we never would have gotten uh, 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 Ugesh Sarkar oh, without yeah. Netflix Roulette. But, you know. But for every Ugesh Sarkar, there's the, that Avenger, Avengers yeah. animated show just like. But then for every Avengers animated show, you get like a Young Justice. Yep. And it's like, dude, I can't get enough of this show. Yeah. Uh, but there's other shows where it's like, well, you know what? This show's maybe this show's iconic. Mm-hmm. But what was the first episode like? Let's yeah. go back. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We should really be doing uh, some uh, interesting uh, things, you know. You know, I wanted uh, I the show has a lot of potential uh, and we could be doing the greatest hits, which we will be doing. But I also do love Netflix Roulette for its uh, element of discovery. Yeah. It's weirdness. Um, but tonight, that's not what it's about. Tonight, we will be watching, sir, the pilot episode of... Cheers. Heck yeah. When I said I have one locked and loaded, did you have an idea of what I might have had? I feel like this is an obvious pick for me. No, I think it only occurred to me like in the last four or five minutes. In the last four or five minutes it did, but okay. no. All right, cool. Have you ever watched the pilot episode of Cheers? I, I No, I think I went specifically looking for the ones where Kramer first appeared. Not okay. Kramer, Frazier first appeared. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew exactly who you meant to. Yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, yeah. So, this should be interesting. Absolutely. Uh, we are going to watch the pilot episode of Cheers. We will catch you after the break. All your words sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail, and your little angel hung the cat up by its tail, and your third fiance didn't show. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name.
And we're back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cheers, man. First episode of Cheers. Cheers. First episode, 1982. Is that right? Uh, yes, 1982. That's the year they referred to in the show. Mm-hmm. Man, that was great. I have plenty to say about this show. Yeah. What do you think? It's uh, it's great. I have seen some episodes of it. Um. So I have a little bit more to work on than just this. My early, early memories of existence involve Cheers. My mm-hmm. parents watched Cheers. Yeah, I remember that opening, that song. Um, I actually kind of do remember Christy Alley more than I remember Shelley Long. Same here. Uh, but I will say off the bat, um, just real quickly, uh, Again, I think this comes from having watched more of it too. Shelley Long kicks so much ass in this show. To me, interesting. I love her style. I love how she is. She is like very smart. She's a nerd. And as pompous and as sophisticated as she is or thinks she is, she's still like a nerd. And I have to say, I really enjoy her. Um, you are flooring me right now. Yeah. I have to say, I was just thinking about comedic performance. Again, um, I had another thought that I can't relate right, right now, but it, it had to do with like, again, we're getting into an age where there's like, there's so much of like, so much attitude and bullshit, but it's like she's got an attitude, but she's genuinely like vulnerable. I don't know. I find her yeah. funny and engaging. She played a lot of different dimensions. She was, yeah. she was erudite. She was vulnerable. She uh, was guarded. She... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, she 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 showed a lot of different pitches. I I think because I'm not that big of a Diane fan. Sure. Uh, I'm more Team uh, Rebecca, as it were. Okay. Uh, uh just because down the line, at least the character of Diane gets a little grating, um, and like starts to wear a little thin, uh. Whereas, like, I don't know, Rebecca's just more verbose and yeah. has, like, a little bit more, like, more legs, uh, I think. Um, I haven't rewatched, because I've, I've gone back and rewatched, uh, uh, I'm up to, like, season 
three. I'm almost over season three of this. So I've watched rewatched more of the Diane episodes than uh, Rebecca. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's because most people really don't like Diane. So I love that you love her. Yeah, I just find it very That's unique awesome. for a comedic performance. Uh, yeah. It's interesting how um, this show, this pilot, is for every other character, just another day in their lives. There's no difference in this day than to the day before this one or the day after. This show starts with everybody in this universe meeting Diane. That's a good point, yeah. Um, and it's just interesting how uh, the show, because it doesn't give the feeling that the show was going to be centered around Diane, that she was going to be the main character mm-hmm. in any way, but it's interesting because I feel like a show today would try to force that yeah, uh, really hard. And, and even when it doesn't, fans do, like how people tried to say that Mad Men was really about Peggy Olsen. It's like, no, it's about Don. And 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 maybe how Peggy kind of like will mirror or juxtapose or whatever. But it's about Don. I wasn't aware Stop. that that was a, a oh. popularly said. Um, it was it was said enough. It was Internet said enough. Um, but like fools. That's, yeah. But that's not what this was it was in yeah. an area where it was in an era where they could essentially write in a bubble and just write where it was going yeah logically um yeah uh ted danson very skilled very another another really great performance i mean gotta say that's like that to me is like a performance like yes. uh, ted danson as sam malone kick ass you know sure. Could easily, you know, tre- really treads that line of like, God, he acts like a real asshole, but still just like charming and noble enough that you don't, you you wouldn't just start going, oh, God, I'm so over him. Ted Danson, and he, he only gets better with age. Yeah. Like he's, whenever he's in something, I'm just like, he, all right, he's got the chance to be the best performer in whatever this is. Um, I, I Do you remember me talking about, I don't think I talked about this on air, but. I told you that like sometimes I get overwhelmed by his looks that he looks so like Cro-Magnon that like it's the brow. Yeah. If like if I think I put it as like if I were high, like I wouldn't be able to handle it just because it's like it's so it's like, oh, my God, he looks like a caveman, but he's not. But he is. And it's just like it's just like I've never seen like testosterone manifest more purely than yeah. Ted Danson's head yeah <laughs> it's a uh, uh this show uh speaking of like flaws uh, uh physical and otherwise uh i love every time i fucking watch the show i find new things that i love i love how every one of these main characters are just insanely flawed yeah like like you can go down the list uh, uh diane uh she's brilliant smart as a whip uh but she has no f- no real sense of the world uh and she's incredibly sheltered fucking sam malone uh was an alcoholic mm-hmm. he's a recovering alcoholic that owns a bar yeah. uh and also vanity uh uh being a, a flaw of his uh coach like concussions yeah hello oh yeah 
I didn't they, even put that together. They refer a lot later uh, to him like getting hit in the head a lot. Wow. Yeah. He's like had a lot of brain damage th- through concussions. Wow. Um. Uh. Uh. uh fucking uh, Carla, man, just like just single mother struggle. Yeah. Uh, and just can't stop getting pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. There we go. What's really her issue? No. Um, yeah, and just a, I'm sure we could also put, yeah, just very negative, grating, awful personality. Uh, uh, I, well, I'm trying to think of like the flaw. It's like rage, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> She's just yeah. angry. Uh, and yeah, like, like kind of like a rageaholic. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Norm is currently an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, uh, that like is can't like later on uh they have some like fucking real episodes about like like how he really feels about his wife and shit like that and they fucking get into it man and it's great cool it's fucking great and they get into it because all these characters fucking care about each other yeah love each other man they would fucking do anything for each other cliff clavin wasn't even supposed to be a real fucking character on this show he auditioned for norm uh did john ratzenberger uh, and when he didn't get it, he's like, well, uh, who's your, your bar know-it-all? Because every bar has a bar know-it-all. And he's the fucking know-it-all. Yeah. That's his flaw, is that he just talks at his fucking ass. I was, and- I was happy to learn that his first ever know-it-all, and it had to do with sweat, that females have fewer perspiration glands. But they're larger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the, the first thing Norm or Cliff ever had to correct everybody on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of which... The conversation uh, again, just a great show that like brings up random bar conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, what is what are some of the sweatiest movies ever made that you can name? Uh, maybe post nineteen eighty two. Post nineteen eighty two, Flashdance. Oh, yeah. Which again would have not existed for them, but definitely certainly. Um. Uh. Um. I feel like what. Do you have one? Because I don't. I was just gonna like. No, I was just thinking of. No. Um, what else? Another another famous sweaty movie. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, like sports movies. Sure, you can name off every sports movie. What about Falling Down? Oh, that's a good one. That might that has to do with like a heat wave. Yeah. Do the right thing. Sure. Do the right thing. Would yes. Um, uh, I want to say um, something that completely doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm sure Mad Schindler's Max. List. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sorry. Uh, uh, a great question you asked during the show is how much do you think a beer was back then? <sighs> Man, dog. Because it looked just like sudsy, like clear beer too. It did. It's like my fir- the first price that came through my head was like a nickel. And like maybe, on like a a deal night, I bet sure. something like that. Because what what's the most affordable beer you've ever purchased? I uh, feel like back in Gainesville there was dollar beer nights. Dollar, yeah. I feel like a yeah dollar for like a little for eight ounce or twelve ounce PBR. I feel like I feel like I've gotten a bottleneck for like two bucks sure on a special night exactly yeah. i get like a miller light bottleneck for two dollars yeah and this show was fucking 33 years yes. ago 
I can only imagine how hammered yeah. it would be. I think the number I kind of landed on was like probably like 50 cents. Yeah, I think prudent. you're right about that. For just a draft beer. Yeah. No brands. Nope. Give me a just, draft beer. Let me just get beer. Nope. Uh, you know, the beer that comes in the barrel that says beer on it. Like the Pawtucket Patriot and Family Guy. Yeah. Just get me one of those. Um, what else was going on in there? You know what I really found interesting? Hmm. Uh, how much the phone was involved in this. Yeah. And there's a lot of humor about, hey, don't, you know, if my wife calls, I'm not, I'm not here. here. And, um, you know, I again, I think this is a great show. This is a great pilot. And it just, it's a very cool point in time. Kind of like what you are just talking about with the, uh, what's it called? The show with Oscar Isaac. Oh, uh, Show Me a Hero. Show Me a Hero. We're also getting to kind of like the distance to go like, wow, remember a time when there wasn't social media yeah. and there wasn't a cell phone? And if you just want to go to the fucking bar and see your, your idiot friends, yeah, yeah, it sounds uh, just amazing. And, and, and every now and then, uh, the stories would take them outside of the bar. But for the most part, I don't know, they really, that's for the most, like sometimes they would be coming back from a movie. Uh, which they left the bar to go see, and then yeah. they come right back to the bar, uh, or like a ball game or something. That that was one of my only conf- weird moments I had was uh, Diane has has been there for a while. Yes, because her her supposed to be husband is ditching her, mm-hmm. and so it's time has passed. Time dilation or not dilation? Time has passed. Yes, and um, it's just like what's Rita's name? Uh, 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 Carla. Carla is talking to Diane, and it looks like Diane's the only woman in the bar. So I figure they're closing. And then this group of like six people walks yeah. in the bar. I'm like, why is the bar open? They were they're very well dressed. If I had to guess, they were coming uh, uh, down from the restaurant upstairs, Melville's. Um, and yeah, I feel like the bar was still open. It was just late. Yeah, and so that's why. Yeah, like most people were going home. Coach uh, got out early, yeah. uh, but but Carla was still working. Yeah, um, so that's probably why people were still coming in. Just kind of yeah. like, uh, let's end the night. Yeah, with the nightcap. That was it. Was uh, interesting, and uh, loved. I loved like the setting of the bar. I loved the fact that just the idea of it being a bar. It's fully lit. Mm-hmm. It, like it's, it doesn't serve food. They're just strictly a bar. Yeah. Uh, it's fully lit. There's no music. And just people just drinking and talking. It's so great. Yeah. It's like like the city of Boston's kind of known. It's just a hub. It's just yeah. like a central. It's a watering m- hole. Point. Yeah. Yeah. They go after work. Oh, man. Um, I just want to exist there. I'm, there's got to be places like that in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we got close, but like, again, I want lights. Right. You yeah. Know? We got, we, we kind of hit the mark, but we're a little off. But uh, yeah. Um, in the old, in the old neighborhood. What else was I going to say about TV? All right. I don't know if you noticed this. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if you noticed this. I don't remember noticing this. And I've never heard this talked about before. Okay. But. And about like the first half of this episode, like when the bar starts to kind of like fill out, mm-hmm. there's an old lady in a wheelchair in the bar. Oh, yeah. This is a basement bar. 
There are no elevators. Right. There's stairs. And she's alone. Yeah. She is there by herself. How did she get down there? You know, in the cities, too, that a stairwell is a fucking stairwell. I mean, they can get fucking steep. It's just like concrete. And you're going like 10 feet down. I don't know. I hope that they just did that. Like, it was like somebody's mom on set. And it's like, oh, yeah, get in there. And it'll be funny. Sit in a wheelchair. Let's just fuck with people. Yeah. I I wonder if they did. I, I love it. Oh, my God. I love it so much. That was the first time I noticed that, and it, like, took me out of it so much. I was like, how the fuck did this bitch get down there? And then, like, not only that, but she was just straight up watching all the actors <laughs> just deliver their fucking lines. <laughs> I was so distracted by this old lady in a wheelchair. I didn't see that, but that's awesome. <laughs> she just had, like, a, a little, like, a shot glass, basically, just up to her face, and she's just watching Shelley Long talk to Ted Danson. Just like, <laughs> This is lovely. I'm on the set of a of a Hollywood TV show. Oh my Fantastic. god! Fantastic. Like, mom, you can't do that. No, that's great. <laughs> um, the show was shot on film, uh, uh, which is why it looks different from any other fucking sitcom. Uh, uh, you've seen looks uh, great. Multi cam sitcom anyway. Looks very. Uh, oh, it just got such a nice warm look to it. Mm-hmm. I love they'll do all sorts of stuff uh, like, you know, coming in from uh, commercial uh, like there was one shot when they come in from commercial coach is given Norm a beer and it's just a close up of the beer. And then it like zooms out to mm-hmm. the two shot of Norm and coach. Yeah, it's like shit like that. Like I fucking love that. Um, good, good uh, joke pace. I feel like didn't didn't shove it down your throat. Like, not ev- everything everyone said yeah. was a joke, uh, but still a good hit rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is very endearing. Like, a lot of the funniest lines had to do with, again, these flawed characters, like, genuine reactions. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, really? Like, I, uh, like what was a good one? Uh, I can't remember. Something George said. But, um, again, like, the honest reactions, what they sincerely mean, but because uh, they're so flawed, it's hilarious. They're... Uh, um I'm glad you brought the, the the joke pace up because there are like that's a that's a, a weird thing just about sitcoms now um, that I really was highlighted for me when I uh, saw that um that clip on YouTube of like the laugh track edited out of the Big Bang Theory yeah and it is interesting like how like structure that pace seems to feel whenever you do watch a multi camp sitcom and how this show just did sort of feel like a natural pace and it would go with like the one-liners. It would have like a good run of one-liners and then there would be like a good joke. That's like set up through a physical action or something. Yes. Um, or just like, you know, a joke that kind of like takes its time. Like, uh, when Diane's left alone in the bar and she's like, you know, I don't understand how you do it and how people just open up to bartenders and, and how they just, and then she like goes in, I met Sumner to you. And like, right. there's a well fucking like, that's an earned joke right there. Yes. Um, that's a, 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 such a deliberate joke. Uh, and then you have, uh, or like the button of the show, 
uh, where uh, Diane is. It's her first customers coming in as she's started working at Cheers. Uh, And she goes through this whole thing uh, about how she's going to use this experience to grow. And she's talking. And there's not a single fucking joke. The one joke is her like, welcome to Cheers. Have a seat right here. You know, it's very interesting. And then she takes a seat for herself. You're right. Small little joke right there. Get you. It tied you until it fucking like she gives her whole goddamn spiel. And then next, you know, cuts the homeboy with the uh, like German to English translation dictionary. Right. Uh, solid fucking laugh. It was. Um, I, I, I will say recording this right now. I think we can both say a little tired. I was very engaged. Like, sure. again, I think I think you're hitting on something that today it's been so formulaic. It's like line, joke, line, joke. Yeah. That you can tune out and still kind of like listen. Whereas here, again, it's so original and they're varying the pace enough that I was listening to everything that was said. Yeah. Another really good, you know, joke was the um was the poetry. There's a poetry joke at the top that sort of followed that same yes. pattern yes. that you mentioned. It was like it was built and earned, and then it made the payoff all mm-hmm. the better. Uh uh and it's also another show. Cheers reminds me um, of like some of my favorite aspects of performing improv, actually. Yeah. Because uh, it's also a show that's not afraid to not get laughs for certain periods of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's a scene where um, Diane's about to uh, uh, leave. Um, Sam makes a, a, a frustrated remark that uh, the guy that she was going to marry is going to be on that beach in Barbados with his ex-husband rubbing lotion on her back uh, instead cut to getting a phone call or she uh, is going to change the reservation of the flight and they've already left and she just and like there's not a laugh for like a good fucking three four five minutes and like this real like like jazz sam like, how, how did you know mm-hmm. you know and it's like this weighty moment yeah. and and those are the kind of things that i feel like a lot of fucking improvisers are so afraid of is creating a weighty moment because that's only going to make a fucking gut rollicking moment that much better because you've juxtaposed it and if it has heart then it has then it's going to fucking feel even so much better um not only that but uh, uh the show is essentially uh there's a a, a a form in improv i'm not even sure how popular it is but in college i fucking loved it called the mammoth it's probably called something else um but the mammoth is just basically uh before the improvisers start improvising uh they go out and they paint the stage uh by saying hey there's a dresser here there's a fan here uh and then they stay in that room the whole time um and that's what mostly cheers is yeah Cheers to Mammoth. They never leave that room. Oh, yes. I mean, they will occasionally on certain episodes, but for the most part, the majority of the episodes are in that bar. Yeah. You know, and occasionally they'll go to the pool room. You know, sometimes they'll go to the bathroom. They'll often go to Sam's office. Yeah. But aside from, like, a couple shots in the hallway, this episode took place all from that angle. Do we see, um, the, do we see winter in this show? Sure, like, yes. Do you? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's neat. Um, But yeah, dude, I just, I fucking. Oh, oh so and the much. last thing was just like, when it was the button and the end of the show, I was like, oh, come on. I want more. Like, I go. really didn't. I was like, that was great. I could go for more. Yep. Totally surprised that that was, that time was up. Yeah. There you go, man. 
Hell yeah. So that's cheers. Um, Fuck yeah. That was excellent. I want to thank you, Rich. For sure, man. For selecting cheers as our first deliberately selected show on Picked Up. I don't think we could have come up with a a better um, deliberate choice. I mean, it's up there, you know, perhaps maybe top five sitcom of all time. Certainly top five TV show theme song of all time. Oh, absolutely. uh, Hands down. If you never listen to the full version of that song, you will have because that will be in between the uh, when we watch the show. I want to force young people to watch this, like real sure. young kids. I want to get a bunch of, you know, 18 and under people and make them watch it. You know why that's that's happening, but not with Cheers because it's been on Netflix forever. But that's happening. And it's not the best example, but it's what's happening in that something really old fucking popped up on Netflix and now all these high schoolers are getting into friends. Oh yeah. Huh? High schoolers and all these fucking kids love friends. Uh, and like, because it, it made a big fucking splash and to do when it came on Netflix. And so like, what's everyone talking about this friend? And they start watching and they're like, and they, I don't know why it fucking hits with them. Um, God, they're gay. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't speak. I haven't seen a lot of friends. I mean, I, I feel know. like if they were to do the same thing with cheer, like if they were to like just fucking secretly take it off Netflix for like six months mm-hmm. and then like offer a press release saying like cheers is now on Netflix. Yeah. Like all the fucking cool high school kids will start watching cheers and cheers will fucking have a, a rejuvenation. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. I would love that. Except like cheers has just been on Netflix since they basically had streaming. So <sighs> yeah. So you just have to know about it. I'll we'll have to wait <laughs> to an, search it out. Another what year is it? Uh, it's 2015. Yes, it is. 33. So seven more years till that 40th anniversary. Then yes. we can really start pushing it. Hell yeah. Well, I think that's probably gonna do it for us, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If this is your first episode or your 20 something, depending on how loyal a fan you are, uh, thank you. That's what we're here to say. We're here to say thank you for listening and thank you for any feedback that you want to give us. It really does help us uh, get an idea of how we're doing and also just inspire more good discussion. Like at the top of this episode, there's a number of ways you can reach out to us. You can reach out to us directly through email if you would like to for some reason uh, by emailing us at pickeduppodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook by searching Picked Up Podcast. Or our favorite way, you can tweet us at Picked Up Pod. Uh, Rich, you got anything going on you want to mention? Uh, not particularly. You can always find me at Rich Cammy, at Rich Cammy Four on Instagram, um, Garlic Not Forty Four on Snapchat. Uh, I'll be in <laughs> Baltimore this weekend, just hanging out with my buddy Bryce, um, and just keep an eye out uh, to, of course, all the 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 rest of the Podswoggle Network shows. Um, those big things that we were talking about are still coming. Uh, just um, August kind of sucked. So uh, they're still coming because uh, the beginning of September kind of sucks as well. But we are moving forward. Hell yeah. And yeah, uh, all my Audible audio books are still available uh, for download as well. Um and yeah, uh, hit us up with a review. If you review it, uh, uh, there uh, you yeah, go. I'll read that shit on air. Do and that um, shit. no matter what it says, no matter what it says. Uh, but yeah, review us uh, fairly. Um, and I, I, I 
would hope that would be a five star review. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would hope so. I couldn't, couldn't fathom why it wouldn't be. Hey, everybody. You can find me on Twitter at mbravo mbravo, and you can find me on Instagram at real bravo. And in a couple weeks' time, you can come to the Bug House Theater in Irving Park and see some shows brought to you by the Chicago Improv Studio. Again, anyone in Chicago, look up Chicago Improv Studio. It is fantastic. Yeah, that's really about it. Real quick, uh, completely uh, <laughs> dragging us right back into the rest of the podcast. That's all right. Uh, I saw you posted a, uh, a joke about Narcos on Netflix. Uh, oh, yes. Th- saying you thought it said nachos for a second. Yes. It um, did. did you end up watching any of it or no? No. Okay. I heard, I heard weird good things about it um, in that it's, it's a show that's trying to be great, uh, but it's not great, but it's really good. Uh, but like not for the reasons why it's trying to be great. Really weird. It was a really weird conversation that I listened to about it. But interesting. Interesting indeed. I just it, That just reminded me uh, to ask if you watched it. Well, you guys, hit us up. If you're watching, especially if you're watching something particular, you can tell us all day what you think of me and Rich. But specifically tell us what you're watching and what you think of that. Because we're always on the, yeah. the radar for some good TV discussion. For sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't help but get the sinking... Feeling, uh, not that it's a sinking feeling, but a suspicion that one of these uh, future pre premeditated picks might happen to be uh, of a uh, a certain save uh, don't don't fail the city variety, as we got a lot of requests to watch it last year last season. Arrow. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, we could work with that. Yeah, we'll see. All right, but don't get your hopes. Uh, but hey. Thanks so much for listening. For myself, Robert, for my wonderful buddy and co-host, Rich, thanks for listening to Picked Up. Keep your dial tuned to awesome. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your troubles sure would help a lot. Wiping nice again.